Crypto, despite the raging, brutal bear market, is doing quite well. Bitcoin has held up against big tech stock drops after earnings reports, so far holding a steady, narrow price range. Are we on the cusp of Bitcoin and cryptos finally decoupling from stock market activity once and for all? Hello, I'm Crypto Casey, and welcome to another episode of Crypto This Week. Every Sunday, we explore the latest global news stories affecting the crypto markets, as well as the ever-changing macroeconomic environment of the world at large. Be sure to check out our sponsors, iTrust Capital, Proton, and Masterworks. Trade and stake crypto tax-free with individual retirement accounts provided by iTrust Capital. Protect your core account privacy with Proton's Swiss-based encrypted email, file storage, calendar, and VPN, and more on Masterworks in a bit. Awesome. Let's hit crypto this week. Dogecoin jumps 35% as Elon Musk finalizes Twitter buyout. Biggest fan of Dogecoin now owns Twitter. With Musk as the new Twitter big boss, it won't be surprising if he also allows Dogecoin to be used as a means of payment for content creators using the social media platform. Love him or hate him, Elon Musk is pro-crypto and his acquisition of the world's town square is extremely bullish for growth and mass adoption of cryptocurrencies long term. And as we explored a bit on an AMA a week or so ago, I do every Wednesday on my one and only official Instagram account, I'm bullish on Doge, one, due to Elon's Twitter acquisition, and two, Doge being a meme coin, which has developed into a cryptocurrency category of its own. We could continue to see Doge price action move independently from the rest of the crypto markets depending on Elon Musk's actions, so let's keep an eye out. Other big crypto players are helping Elon. Binance will help Elon Musk use crypto to battle Twitter bots. The biggest cryptocurrency exchange is creating an internal team to focus on how crypto can help Twitter. The world's biggest cryptocurrency exchange today announced itself as an equity investor in Twitter, pledging $500 million towards helping bridge social media and news to Web3. Musk, who said he was buying Twitter to ensure the future of civilization, is no stranger to cryptocurrency. Tesla is one of the largest corporate holders of Bitcoin, despite having sold 75% of its holdings. And Musk has frequently pumped the original meme coin, Dogecoin. In April, he said the cryptocurrency could be used for payments on Twitter. Sweet. And another prominent person in the social and crypto space is taking action to grow and spark more adoption of open blockchain technology. Departed Twitter founder Jack Dorsey is launching a new social network, looking for an alternative to the now Elon Musk-owned Twitter. The original Twitter architect himself, Jack Dorsey, might just have something for you. Blue Sky Social, a new decentralized social network that allegedly seeks to reclaim user data. Exciting times indeed for crypto. And some wet blankets can't help but try and tame the unstoppable wildfire of this open, free tech movement. EU commissioner warns Musk Twitter must fly by our rules. In Europe, the bird will fly by our rules, Breton, the EU's internal markets commissioner, said on Friday in response to Musk's tweet, the bird is freed. Earlier this year, Breton had also reminded Musk that his free speech focus on Twitter would be limited by the EU's own content moderation laws. Breton traveled to Texas in May, where the two said there was no disagreement over their approach to content. Will be interesting to see how the Twitter landscape changes both on the platform and its media effects throughout the world. In the meantime, similar to how governments are clamoring to tame the growing crypto wildfire, Wildfire, big corporations are clamoring to profit from it. Twitter's Elon problem could soon become Apple's Elon problem too. Apple updated its developer guidelines this week, mending the wall on its garden where their gaps existed previously around digital revenue opportunities for third-party developers. One of these focused on crypto and NFTs, but another seeks rent on revenue made by social networks around promoted posts, including paid promotional efforts in Meta's Facebook and Instagram's apps, for example. Those rules also apply to Twitter. But that social network already makes use of Apple's IAP program to enable them on iOS devices, 
meaning the iPhone maker already gets its cut. If Twitter's already cool with Apple's skim, then everything should be fine. Except that Musk has waded into the wider debate about what's fair for Apple to charge its partners when it comes to digital transactions on its platform. Early on Wednesday, the billionaire serial founder tweeted a response to his longtime investor Bill Lee agreeing that 30% is a lot for Apple to charge developers for IAP transactions. This isn't the first time he's expressed disapproval of the fee either. A Musk-owned Twitter is going to have ripple effects that extend far and wide, but this could be one that shakes up some of the foundations upon which the modern tech ecosystem is based, for better or for worse. Let me know what you think in the comments below. Because at the end of the day, Apple's focus on profit will hinder growth and adoption of Web3 tech. Because Apple doesn't want you trading NFTs on your phone unless it makes them money. Apple is no stranger to asserting its dominance. That's exactly what the tech giant did this week when it announced new stringent guidelines for NFT transactions in the iOS App Store, marking the first time the company has taken any sort of substantial position on Web3. And others are finally starting to try and establish positions on cryptocurrency as well, as UK lawmakers vote to recognize crypto as regulated financial instruments. The lower house of the parliament voted in favor of adding crypto to the scope of activities to be regulated via the proposed Financial Services and Markets Bill, which already seeks to extend payments rules to stablecoins. And UK's future might be brighter than before, when it comes to crypto as crypto-friendly Rishi Sunak to become UK Prime Minister following Trust exit. During his time as finance minister, Sunak unveiled plans to turn the country into an international hub for crypto. Nice. And other countries are making bullish moves, as Costa Rica might be the next country to establish Bitcoin as regulated currency. Costa Rica could be one of the next countries to adopt Bitcoin as a regulated payment method. This week, Congresswoman Johanna Obando introduced a bill to allow Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies to serve as a form of payment. The bill also proposes that traditional banking institutions be able to serve as crypto exchanges, including custody and wallet services for their customers. Cool. Meanwhile, the U.S. may be taking more restrictive and caustic approaches to regulations in the space. The Treasury wants to regulate crypto, and fast. The U.S. Treasury has warned that unregulated cryptocurrencies could come back to haunt the United States and its financial workings. The Treasury has released a new report detailing its recent findings. Janet Yellen, the Treasury Secretary, explained in a statement, The report concludes that crypto asset activities could pose risks to the stability of the U.S. financial system and emphasizes the importance of appropriate regulation, including enforcement of existing laws. It is vital that government stakeholders collectively work to make progress on these recommendations. What kind of progress? Well, the Biden administration wants to make it easier to seize crypto without criminal charges. Buried deep in a 61-page recent report by the U.S. Attorney General, the Biden administration called for a dramatic expansion in the federal government's ability to seize and keep cryptocurrency. If enacted, the proposed changes would bolster both criminal forfeiture, which requires a conviction to permanently confiscate property, as well as civil forfeiture, which doesn't require a conviction or even criminal charges to be filed. Bearish. But not really surprising, the U.S. is always trying to control everything to the detriment of its relationship with its own citizens and relationships with other countries around the world, which will be bullish for when they try to force everyone to use their central bank digital currency. We may have a good chance at avoiding a blanket overarching CBDC takeover, as most of the world will opt not to use it due to the massive control the U.S. would have, as well as dangers to privacy. What else is the U.S. doing to further destroy its fiat's chance at remaining the world's reserve currency? Oh, you know, the usual. The Fed seen aggressively hiking to 5%, triggering global recession. Survey of economists sees 75 basis point hike, then slowing. Three quarters say the Fed will err by doing too much. In fact, the Fed won't pivot from its rate hikes until the end of 2023, as inflation is persistent and the economy isn't slowing as expected, JP Morgan strategist says. So what's in store for the fate of the United States? Economist Peter Schiff warns the US dollar will crash. 
says we're going to default. Schiff sees two possible ways the U.S. can default. The Economist proceeded to detail that there are only two possible ways we can default. The honest way and the dishonest way. But either is a disaster if you owned U.S. treasuries. Schiff continued, the honest way is to just admit that we can't pay and we default. We restructure the debt and we tell our creditors. However, he believes that politicians do not have the integrity to do it, noting, they're going to take the coward's way out. They're going to print. They're going to inflate the debt away. It's crazy for anyone to believe that the Fed is going to succeed in reducing inflation back down to 2%. It can't succeed. He further cautioned that as the Federal Reserve raises interest rates, the problem gets bigger. His statement echoes a warning he made recently that the Fed's actions could lead to market crashes, a massive financial crisis, and a severe recession. Now that the dollar is weakening, future trade deficit will widen, causing the dollar to fall further. So the dollar is in distress, and a growing pile of distressed debt signals coming U.S. default wave. A heap of distressed debt is expanding in the U.S. corporate bond market, and investors worry that a burst of defaults will follow. Companies that binged on low-cost borrowing in recent years are facing the prospect of refinancing at exorbitant yields. If they can find any investors, as the Federal Reserve raises rates to battle persistent inflation, threatening to push the economy into recession. Some market participants see distress leading to default, and for some companies, bankruptcy. But insolvencies will eventually ramp up, starting with a slow trickle, said Stacy Teklin, a lawyer at Glenn, Egger, Bergman, and Fuentes. What we're seeing is a lot of behind-the-scenes restructuring talks, lowercase r, to avoid the bankruptcy court process, Teklin said. Winter is coming. And this is why I don't think we've reached the bottom in this bear market cycle, because the macro hasn't changed at all. The Fed hasn't eased or pivoted, and most signs point to more market pain ahead. And other bearish predictions are circulating as of late. A catastrophe is coming for the economy, but it's not recession or inflation, says Secretary of Labor Marty Walsh. Lack of immigration reform is a catastrophe in the making. Amid one of the tightest labor markets in history, Walsh said the political parties approached immigration, getting immigration all tied up, is among the most consequential mistakes the nation can make in labor policy. The demographic data on the U.S. working age population is concerning, with baby boomer retirement expected to accelerate in the years ahead, compounded by a peak being reached in high school graduates by 2025, limiting both the total size of the next generation labor pool and the transfer of knowledge between the generations of workers. We need a bipartisan fix here, Walsh said. I'll tell you right now, if we don't solve immigration, we're talking about worrying about recessions, we're talking about inflation. I think we're going to have a bigger catastrophe if we don't get more workers into our society, and we do that by immigration. Infrastructure in the United States has definitely been deteriorating due to lack of funding, and also we are starting to see a decline in people choosing to work in industries that help maintain and build infrastructure. If it's not addressed soon, it could be yet another catastrophe that the U.S. suffers on top of all the other ones that are pretty much here and looming ahead. So do you think immigration would solve this? Let me know what you think in the comments below. Another big player in the finance space is worried more about something else rather than a recession as well. Geopolitics worries JP Morgan CEO more than a recession. The most important thing to Diamond is the geopolitics around Russia and Ukraine, America and China, relationships of the Western world, he said. That to me would be far more concerning than whether there's mild or slightly severe recession. Diamond was referring to Russia's war in Ukraine, which has entered its eighth month this week. In the recent developments in China, where leader Xi Jinping consolidated control and cemented a third term. Diamond also blamed the lack of American leadership. If you don't have strong American leadership, not ugly American leadership, not our way or the highway, 
Just as a coalescing thing for the Western world, you're going to have chaos like you see in Ukraine, he said. And another interesting geopolitical event occurred this month that could be yet another threat to the US dollar hegemony. The Chinese yuan becomes fifth most traded currency in global FX markets a rise of three places compared with 2019. Yes, the macroeconomic environment is certainly in flux, and we will see a lot of changes in the marketplaces over the next few months and years. And I've been getting a lot of requests to discuss other types of investments to diversify into for building a strong, long-term resilient portfolio to increase our wealth, which is why I've partnered with Masterworks. Masterworks is the first platform for buying and selling shares representing an investment in iconic artworks. We can build a diversified portfolio of iconic works of art curated by their industry-leading research team. Their recent results have generated an average net return of about 29% to their investors, which is great during this brutal bear market. As calculated by the Masterworks All R Index, contemporary art prices have outpaced the S&P 500 by 131% from 1995 to 2021. They estimate based on a Deloitte report, the total value of privately held art to be $1.7 trillion. Masterworks has had to acquire and release more art on the platform to meet demand which is why there is a waitlist to join. However, we can skip the waitlist by scrolling down and using the link in the description right below. Masterworks research team uses proprietary data to determine which artist markets have the most momentum. Then their acquisitions team locates what they believe is a good piece at a fair price and they purchase the work. After that, they securitize the artwork by filing an offering circular with the Securities and Exchange Commission, allowing anyone to invest. And finally, they hold the artwork for three to 10 years until they sell the painting to receive your pro rata proceeds after their fees. Or you have the option to seek to sell your shares on their secondary market. Masterworks first of its kind secondary market enables you to buy and sell shares directly to and from other investors. Currently, the secondary market is only available to US citizens with US bank accounts. So if you've got a lot of cash on the sidelines burning a hole in your pocket, use the link below to skip the waitlist and diversify into art. Nice. Let's wrap things up with some bullish news stories about Bitcoin and its strong, steady performance despite continued global turmoil. Bitcoin weak hands mostly gone as Bitcoin ignores Amazon and Meta stock dip. Huge tech stock losses mostly occurring after the Wall Street close fail to show up in Bitcoin price weakness. Bitcoin is decoupling from big tech as disappointing earnings fail to spark any major Bitcoin price losses. Economic data for Q3 2022 saw heavy losses for some tech stocks but Bitcoin to US dollar avoided a chain reaction. Cryptocurrencies are behaving more like gold as volatility eases. The macro picture has become increasingly important for Bitcoin this year. Whenever some market momentum seems to fade, stocks and cryptocurrencies alike are mostly holding on to those gains, making them an even better than usual investment. And now, as we are about halfway through the Bitcoin halving cycle, Bitcoin could rally to 63K ahead of the next mining reward halving. Bitcoin tends to bottom out and start rallying 15 months ahead of the halving, past data show. Perhaps now is the time to be greedy in the crypto market, as the battered Bitcoin could soon find relief and rally to $63,000 by March 2024, when the cryptocurrency is likely to undergo mining reward halving. A programmed code aimed at reducing the pace of supply expansion by 50% about every four years. And if you don't know about Bitcoin's halving events, you can check out this video guide for beginners by clicking on the link above. And one of the most bullish outlooks as of late, Kraken analysts detail massive $356,841 Bitcoin price target and potential Ethereum moonshot as crypto markets pop. According to Kraken's analysts, 
Bitcoin's price has historically surged 10x to 15x after touching its 200-week moving average. This implies a future price range of $237,894 to $356,841. And below is a chart showing Bitcoin's 200-week moving average multiple. Awesome. Well, that was Crypto This Week with me, Crypto Casey. If you enjoyed the episode, please make sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel, and click the bell notification to stay up to date on all of the latest videos. So what do you think Elon has in store for Twitter? Do you think regulators around the world are too late at trying to tame and control crypto? What do you think of the bullish Bitcoin price predictions? Let me know in the comments below. Be safe out there.